Coming to you live from the Chamber of Haunters studios, this is the Haunting You Podcast. I am your host, Leslie Reed. And I'm Keone Hutton. Welcome, everyone, back to the Haunting You Podcast. If you are just joining us for the first time here in 2024, we are super excited to have you. We are a podcast by home haunters for home haunters who are trying to turn their home haunts into the next best thing. So we hope you come along on the journey with us as we uh, explore all the ways that we can make our home haunts better. And he <laughs> indeed as uh, i say that uh, i'm super very excited uh, this is a we're we're putting this episode out a little bit early earlier than anticipated uh it's coming out on january 15th because we are getting into convention season very exciting i absolutely adore convention season and uh everything that goes along with it because you get to see all the new products. I get to meet new and exciting people. I get to pick their brains and get super cool products. And it just super moops. I cussed already energizes me for. (laughs) Sorry. I got hung up on the pick their brains. And all I can think about is you with an open skull in front of you with a pick and picking up their brain with a pick. Absolutely. Maybe some. it's been a weird week. I mean, haunted haunted house podcast. Like that's it's not that, an unreasonable I mean, thing. It, to it's not. Imagine. It's not. It's just for whatever reason. That's the first <laughs> time in my entire life that that image has popped into my head. And this is not the first time in my life that that phrase has been used. Fair. So fair. I'm glad I could yeah. do that for you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so we are getting into convention season and there are a ton of conventions coming up in 2024. We want to just do a quick rundown of them uh, to, so that you can hopefully find a convention near you. To find more information on all of these, definitely go check out our website at hauntingyou.com because uh, we on our events page, we have all of these listed with links to them. So you can find it is a nice condensed uh, location to get all of the information on all the conferences that we are aware of. First up, we will have Transworld. The biggest trade show in the industry. It, it, it is the trade show. And really, Transworld is focused as a trade show, not just a convention. Like their their ultimate goal is to for vendors and buyers to go through and find out what's new. Um, they do have all, all sorts of other things. But again, their, their primary focus is getting buyers and vendors all matched up to get all the orders in so that way the, the vendors can make everything by the time Halloween rolls around. And, and when is Transworld? Transworld is March 7th to 10th in St. Louis, Missouri. After Transworld, April 6th to the 7th down in Georgia is going to be HauntFest. Uh, we'll actually have Roseanne, the owner of HauntFest, on a later episode of the podcast to talk about all the exciting things that are happening then. But definitely mark your calendars if you're in the area. April 6th and 7th, HauntFest down in Georgia. Since April is absolutely the month for conventions, next up, we have Fear Expo in Owensboro, Kentucky for April 12th to 14th. And then brand new this year for the first time, uh, Transworld is holding a East Coast Haunters Convention in Oaks, Pennsylvania. Not a lot of information is out on that one yet. I imagine they're probably very focused on Transworld. Uh, So after Transworld, I imagine information is going to be coming fast and furious for the East Coast Haunters Convention, Oaks, Pennsylvania, April 27th and 28th. And then moving on from there, we've got a month off so everybody can, you know, recover. And then we go to, once again, presented by Transworld and Netherworld, the Midwest Haunters Convention. And that is scheduled for June 7th through the 9th in Rosemont, Illinois. 
And then the Chamber of Haunters official convention that we got just a little sneak peek at uh, in our last episode, Texas Haunters Convention in Mesquite, Texas, is being held July 13th and 14th this year. And then lastly, one of our favorites, Midsummer Scream, is not yet scheduled, but it ran July for 2023. So once we get the dates for 2024, we will let everybody know. And super excited to hear what's happening with West Coast Honors Convention. They just announced that they have brand new owners this year. Uh, I will be very surprised if they manage to get a show out. But with new ownership, I'm hoping that they'll be able to bring West Coast Honors Convention back. They have not been able to hold a show for the last two years. So fingers are crossed. Definitely keep an eye on our website. As as we hear more from West Coast, it will uh, make it up there. Okay, but we were very deliberate in not talking about the first show of 2024 because that is what our entire episode today is going to be dedicated to. HauntCon is back as a standalone show in Daytona Beach, Florida from February 9th to the 11th, and they are under new management. And we brought the new owner of HauntCon onto the podcast to talk about all the exciting things that are happening down in Daytona Beach next month. Welcome back to the Haunting You podcast, Mr. Doug Sheldon. Hey, thank you. It's glad to be back. It seems like it's been so long since I got to talk to you guys. No kidding. And, and it's been forever since I've gotten to see you. You know, Leslie got <laughs> to hang out with you at Fear Expo last year, yep. Um, yep. but I missed that show. So this is this is a beautiful reunion for me in particular. And I am so excited about HauntCon coming back. I know HauntCon merged up with Fear Expo last year and kind of did a combined show there. But to have them break apart and have the trade show and the education and everything that HauntCon stands for standing alone by itself again is very exciting for me. Talk for a moment first a little bit about like how did that how did that merger happen and how did you end up taking over and, and decide to bring it back as its own show? So a lot of it, excuse me, so a lot of it went back to the fact that we were coming the first year out of COVID and we're picking our dates. And of course, we were trying to make sure our dates didn't match up with um, with Transworld. And um, someone said to me, they go, hey, don't forget about don't forget about Hong Kong. And I said, what? <laughs> you know? and they're like, yeah, Hong Kong are be coming back now that COVID's over. And so I was like, well, we need to reach out to them. Because it doesn't make much sense for us to have our dates, you know, so close together. So um, we reached out to Clarion, which was the company that owned Hong Kong at the time, and um, had a had a conversation with them. And then that led to another conversation, another conversation. And we both agreed that it made sense for the first year to to uh, come together and to, you know, work together to see how this looks. You know, how does how does Hong Kong represent the industry? And um, and it worked really well. We actually had Hong Kong be the education side of the show last year um, with some sponsorships on the other side. But Fear Expo was the VIP event, was the, you know, the show floor and, you know, stuff like that. And so I was extremely happy. And so was all of our patrons with the way the show turned out and, and the sponsorship and the partnership with Hong Kong. So immediately afterwards, I mean, the elephant in the room was, okay, what are we doing next year? You know, (laughs) (laughs) are are we going to be together? Are you guys breaking off? Are you going to, um, you know, have what time of the year are you going to do? We still didn't know at that time, you know, we try and be very mindful of trans world. They're the big Mm -hmm. show in the industry. We don't want to, we don't want to be too close to them, you know, out of respect. And we want to make sure that, um, 
you know, our vendors have the ability to do multiple shows. So a lot of things are up in the air, but as soon as they announced their show, it really put us into a situation where Fear Expo, I didn't want to have it in the, um, the January month. It just didn't make mm-hmm, sense. Mm-hmm. I did not want to go to Kentucky in January. I remember um, it being very cold. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we said, okay, let's, let's go ahead and do 30 days afterwards. And so that's why we picked April. So we ended up with April 11th through the 13th for Fear Expo. And then we turned it over to Hong Kong and said, okay, are you, what are you guys looking to do? And they said, you know what, um, are you interested in taking over the show? You guys really seem to understand the Han industry way more than the, you know, the direction that, that we were going. Um, they had their big show, which, you know, was out in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you know, uh, Chris and I had a lot of conversations. My wife and I had conversations and we decided, you know what, that makes sense. Let's, um, let's do it. <laughs> My wife said, if you're going to do an air show, it better be somewhere warm because I want a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> So initially we actually picked, um, this, this show was a headache. I can tell you <laughs> initially we, we, we thought we had it made. We said, okay, listen, we're going to do the first week in February. Um, so it was going to be like the second or the third, I think it was. And then we're going to do Orlando and we started announcing hotels. We, we were getting everything going. And then all of a sudden Megacon happened mm. and they announced their show for the next year. And guess what day it was on in the same, same city. Same, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I go, well, that's a good thing, isn't it? All these people are coming in for Megacon. Of course they're stop over and check us out. No, that's not yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a, a chance, but not, not, not a great chance. <laughs> so we had a scramble and um, I remembered growing up some of my some of my best memories um, was going to Daytona Beach. I just loved hanging out there. I loved the beach itself, you know, the nightlife. Everything about Daytona was just so fun. Mm-hmm. So um, we, we we went through a lot. We were checking hotels. We were checking um, trade shows um, as far as or not, not trade shows. I'm sorry. We checked uh, convention centers. Mm-hmm. Venues. Venues, everything, and trying to get a show that late was almost impossible, but we did it. Uh, we we ended up getting the Hilton Beach Resort um, for this year's show, um, which is an amazing, amazing place to have the show. And that's where we're at now. So that's the whole story. I just I don't think I've ever talked about it all in a row <laughs> till now. I'm glad I'm glad you saved it for us. That, that warms my heart. <laughs> so Daytona Beach. Let's let's talk. Well, let's start at the beginning. If people want to come, let's talk tickets. How do uh, what are we looking for for tickets? Okay, so very easy. You go to hauntcon.com, go on the website over in the sidebar. You go ahead and click attend. You see three choices. The first one is general mission. General mission is going to give you the show floor. It's going to give you all the education that is free. We do have five classes that there is a fee to it just because of an instructor fee and materials. And those are the three skull, three skull asylum classes and the two Michael Burnett make and take it, make and takes, but all three of them are extremely reasonable, but you get all the rest of the classes, every class that's out there. And there's some amazing speakers there. Um, So that's your general mission show floor and classes. And you can add on a la carte any of the events so when we talk about the events later 
that general admission ticket can also give you, let's say you're just staying for Saturday and you just want to go to the Luau, you don't need a full VIP, boom, you can do that. Um, and then by buying a general admission ticket, you get one entry into Sunday's $3,000 giveaway. We are giving away $3,000 of haunt cash on the show floor on Sunday. So I can do a lot with $3,000 of haunt cash. <laughs> Um, the second ticket option is the general mission ticket, which is exactly what I just told you, except for this one includes the indie horror movie pass. So we are not a film festival. We are actually, um, showing four indie movies, horror movies that have never been released. Oh, that's all exciting. Of them, all of them are getting ready to be released. All of them are the final stage. As a matter of fact, two of them are up for sale right now. Um, and all of them will get picked up this year. Guaranteed, they're amazing films. Um, probably some of the best films I've seen as far as coming from India. And I've seen some pretty you, good You ones. got to preview them already? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, I've actually watched one of them I possessed two years ago when he was first starting it. And I've just seen it evaluate, you know, go through the stages. It's mm. remarkable. So that's your general mission ticket. Or... You can buy the VIP ticket, which gives you everything that the general mission and the general mission with the movie pass gives you. But on top of that, you get every single event that we have, um, which is the Thursday night networking mixer, the um, the pre-show celebration event, which is um, hosted by Stan Winston School of Arts. And they're giving Ooh. away like six hundred dollars in prizes. Um, we have the Friday night luau. We have the Friday night after party. We got a Saturday grab and go lunch for the vendors and VIPs. Um, you know, then we have the Saturday night costume ball. And we also have a dinner, a dinner and a show. We bring in a comedian in and doing a sit down dinner and a show on Saturday before the ball. So you're not going to go hungry. You're not going to you're not going to get bored. And then Sunday before, you know, you take off to go watch the Super Bowl or whatever you're going to do on that Sunday, we're going to start you out with a Bloody Mary breakfast bar. Solid, <laughs> solid. And what gets me about all of these options is the price points. The general admission, $30. The <laughs> general admission plus the indie horror movie pass, $60. The VIP, $195. These are incredibly affordable. Yeah. Yeah. The food for the VIP is over $350. Yeah. The food. Just the food. I'm not <laughs> counting everything else. I'm not counting the fact that we pay all of our instructors that you get to go and see for free. Yeah. So just absolutely blown away by the price points. I think anyone can afford to get down to HauntCon because the tickets are just absolutely affordable. And it's Daytona Beach. Daytona Beach is super easy to get to. How, what are uh, the ways that you're recommending for people to try to get there? So Chris and I were just talking yesterday and he um, booked his flight and a flight from Detroit, Michigan to Orlando. That's how he went was um, to Orlando was $81. And then he's gonna, <laughs> yeah. Then he's going to take a $50. Uh, that's round trip. That's yeah. Not yeah. That's round trip. Um, and then he was going to take a $50 Uber Uber over to, or you could rent a car. Now I did it a different way. I flew from Grand Rapids mm -hmm. to um, uh, Daytona beach and the flight was $380 round trip. Um, and then I'm four minutes away from the hotel. And I believe there is a shuttle, which I got to double check on, but I think there's a shuttle coming from the hotel to the airport. 
And uh, are, do you have any deals for hotels for uh, people who are planning to attend? So I'm so glad you said that. Until the 9th, we have our block. So we're talking a couple of days from now. I don't think this is going to be out in time. No, this will not be out in time. So when this comes out, your your best bet is to just go on to like one of the hotel um hotel you know sites where it says cheap hotels and everything because by that time they're going to be trying to get rid of extra rooms in some of the surrounding hotels i definitely check with the um the strip and try and just look there's there's at least i would say there's probably 30 hotels within walking distance of where we're at so there's plenty of hotels that you're going to yeah. be able to find an affordable room you know, I heard some people say, well, the rooms are 200 and some dollars. Well, yeah, that's if you're staying at the Hilton. But if, <laughs> if you know, if you decide to go down and not everyone, can, you know, wants to put that kind of money into a vacation, that's fine. Um, but if you want to stay at the Hilton, it's available. Otherwise, there is a lot of I saw some hotels that were like one hundred and twenty dollars, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, at night. So. so lots of different price points, depending on yes. um, on what you're willing to to commit. Exactly. Yeah, and some of them I think even have breakfasts. So, yeah. But, let, but let's talk about like what you're gonna get for that money. We've already talked about. Uh, we were kind of touched on. There's gonna be all the classes. There's mm-hmm. gonna be the show floor. There's gonna be all of these events. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So the events. I mean. The cool thing about Hong Kong is it's always been known for two things. I mean, the show floor has always been great. It's it's never been a show floor as big as some of the other shows. And so eventually I want to get there, but you got to start somewhere. So mm-hmm. this year's show floor is about 50 vendors, but we're talking some good name vendors that are going to be out there as well. Um, but when it comes to events and it comes to classes, this show is loaded. Um, we're bringing both industries together. I don't think anyone's ever tried to do that before to bring the haunt industry and the indie horror industry together. It just made sense. You know, after talking to the producers who produce movies for the indie and being a haunt owner, what they're looking for is exactly the same thing I'm looking for. They want to hire makeup artists. They want to buy costumes. They want to have set design. Everything I need for a haunt is exactly the same thing that a director or a producer needs for an indie film. I mean, so why aren't they together in in one show? And now they are. And and this is going to be a learning show for both. We have people who are coming to teach who will teach you how to go from being a haunter to a film director who's Mm. going to talk about how some of the similarities. We have actors who are professional actors that are going to teach classes on how to act at a haunted house that they started out as actors in haunted attractions. That sounds absolutely phenomenal. And I think you're right. I'm surprised no one else has thought to like combine these two areas before because it it seems like such a natural fit. Exactly. <laughs> and and that's what we were saying. We're like, um, well, and and of course we added immersive as well. I mean, the immersive experience industry is growing so large. So we said, you know, every haunt needs to be immersive, every indie horror show needs to be immersive, and the immersive theater is such a niche market. Let's bring them in as well. So I, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, I always kind of I always talk more about the indie side because I'm not as familiar with the immersive side, but we have immersive classes as well. How to make your haunted attraction more immersive. How to It's a a practical application of all the things you talk about in these classes that you hear about on our podcast and others, but here's a way to find those practical uses and actually see it in action. Mm -hmm. 
exactly. I had a vendor that I called uh, two days ago. And I said, hey, I said, you're going to come to the show. We're really excited about, you know, having you on the show floor. He said, Doug, I can't do it. And I said, what? I said, you're in Florida. You can do anything. (laughs) (laughs) And he goes, no, you don't understand. I'm coming to the show, but I'm going to take classes all day. (laughs) I don't have time to vent. (laughs) I was like, uh, I go, at least you're going to be here. I, you know, I sympathize with that a lot because every time I go vending at a show, I get so caught up on the show floor that I completely forget to get to classes. Like it's a battle. Finding that yeah. balance is hard. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and we had haunt owners who are, who are um, purposely bringing multiple people in their class and their staff to come in and take the classes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is the first time we allowed a la carte buying too. So this way, let's say that you are a haunt owner. We didn't do this at Fair Expo, which mm-hmm. we might adopt this year. Um, but you had to buy a VIP, which was so, I mean, our VIP at Fair Expo was incredibly cheap. <laughs> um, but and what all I'm, inclusive. Yeah. <laughs> um, but here you can actually say, okay, um, I'm going to bring you guys to HauntCon, but I'm only going to pay for the ball. You know, it's 20 bucks, uh-huh. you know, as a haunt owner, if you guys want to go to Luau or something, you got to pick it up, you know. So with us doing a la carte, it's allowing more people to attend and kind of pick what they want to do at this show sure. versus our other show, which is is VIP driven. And we want everyone doing our agenda so they get the full experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just in looking through this class schedule, there's some that just look absolutely fantastic. I mean, anything by Leonard Pickle is a gold star for me but his, always uh, on my agenda his his seminar of american haunting in kuwait that just sounds fascinating I'm intrigued i want to know right more. right so Len- leonard is in kuwait right now and has been there for two months he's flying back two days before the show and he's going to teach a class on what he learned over in kuwait or what what the difference is when he was in kuwait for haunting what what is he doing in kuwait for haunting building a haunted attraction Wow, that is not like a, an area I would have expected. Yeah, yeah. But that might explain why <laughs> yeah. I'm getting some weird numbers from, uh, from some interesting places in the world listening to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, just looking at all of these, there's there's something for everybody. Well, I L- mean, list what? them off, Les. Okay, so we've got production design, pivoting from stage to film, psychological scares, also Leonard. Fear is all in the mind. This is just. Saturday class first room. Um, believing yourself overcoming imposter syndrome. <laughs> I love that. Uh, let's see here. What are some other how to tell a character's story aesthetically? The mm-hmm. one the one that you just skipped, creature suits, creature designs by Jordu Shell and Kyle Thompson, the owner of Midnight Studios. Oh. I mean Jordu Shell is going to be at this show teaching a class. Yeah. How to apply paint and remove foam rubber prosthetics. Mm. Prosthetic transfers, eye prosthetics. I mean, these we, are... We, we could learn a lot from that one, Les. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, haunted to haunting, storytelling in haunts. Who's teaching that? Uh, Emma Oliver. Ooh, okay. Oh, big name too, Emma. Yeah. And then you got Kelsey Livinggood and and her partner, Angie. Um, Angel Bradford, who have been in a total over a hundred movies, but between the two of them, and they're going to teach intro into indie film acting. 
So how you can go from acting at a haunted house to acting in indie films. Nice, which is a great tie-in with all the film screenings that you guys are doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, you have Amy Cole that's going to be there. You have Michael Green teaching two classes, killer airbrushing and designs. I mean, there's just so many. I don't want to forget anyone. Um, Alan Ostrander. Hey, I'm not just making this up. How to overcome fear of using prosthetics and makeup for your haunt. Um, he owns AO Studios in in Florida, one of one of the biggest you know studios there as far as um, makeup and design. Um, Michael Burnett is coming in and teaching two classes. I mean, we even got Michael Murray teaching a class. I mean, it's just it's 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 fun. Emily Bloom is coming back. She's going to teach nice. camera ready makeup. Uh, we even have. We have an editor. Um, I never can say this name right. Javier, um, the art of independent film editing. How to how to really edit a film? The you know, there's an art to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you were telling us before we started recording, you have like forty different classes. Was it forty classes or forty um, instructors? instructors forty different instructors class. teaching classes all yeah. weekend. That is quite the lineup. And just listening off the names that that you have already, like these are huge names in the industry. Mm -hmm. Uh Yeah, it's it's exciting. I mean, and that's that's why I truly, you know, normally I got to turn into a salesperson. I got to be like, no, no, I need a vendor. Come on. No, you know, let's finish the floor. I was like, no, I understand, man. (laughs) (laughs) I understand. You got to you got to go check those classes out. I mean, there's there's so many parts to being a haunter. Um, and education, I feel, is one of the most important. Mm-hmm. And the fact that in this day and age, we can actually offer um, education to our family in the industry for free. I love the fact that Leonard, you know, as soon as I met him, he said to me, he goes, Doug, no matter what you do, as any trade show that you do, always make sure the education is free. I was yeah. like, yeah. everyone else around me says he's nuts. He's old. Forget him. He doesn't know what he's talking about. But I believe them and I'm going to keep going with that because I think it's I think it's important. And, and that's how we build the next generation of haunters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So huge lineup on the education, but that's only a small part of what's happening that entire weekend. Let's talk show floor. You have how many vendors coming out? So we have we have positioning to be able to have 60 vendors but now we have a couple of vendors who took some larger spots. Mm-hmm, so sure. it looks like when we close this show floor, I know we're going to sell the last nine spots. So we will have 51 vendors and a very good mix between we have a couple of them that are immersive experience type vendors. And then I would say a handful, like maybe 10, maybe 12 that are film related. And sure. then the rest are haunt related. Yeah. Um, as we grow, into a bigger area where maybe we have a hundred vendors, we're going to try really hard to get that to be a 33, 33, 33, you know, sure, sure. type thing. Give, give us some names on uh, vendors who've already committed. All right. I'm just going to go. No, no particular order. Okay. Okay. Monster Misfits, Boutique, VFX, AO Studios, Ashley Levy Makeup, um, Cooper Studios, Davey, well, let's just call it Watermelon. <laughs> um, Dead Graves FX, Dead Rabbit Studios, Dynamic Design International came, you know, this is the first time I think he's showed in forever. He does all the stuff for the, um, for the amusement parks down there. Okay. Um, 
Exotic Lenses, Firestone Products, Fright Night Studios, Grave Creations, Green Monster Collectibles, Halloween Queen Designs, Halloween Shirt Company, Haunt Design Company, Entrepreneurs, Haunt and Horror and Hell, LLC. That was a very creative one once I saw what they bring. <laughs> I'm not familiar with them. I'll have to look into them. Imagination Halloween Superstore, Kiznet Creative, Midnight Studios, Dang. High <laughs> FX and Cosmetics, Monster Alive. Love them. Monster Works Entertainment, Mortal Remains, Nightmare Netting, Paranormal Scrub, Project Backfire, Reactions, yeah. yep. <laughs> Resurrect Costumes. Rock oh, and like Siren, cool um, Slaughterhouse, Slaughterhouse FX, Random Jerk Designs, and then I got two other ones who haven't signed their paper yet, so I can't announce them yet. So, sure, sure. That's not sounds, a bad list. That's for, not that's you know. a that's a freaking great list. Like, yeah. that sounds amazing. And but you've got a couple of spots left. So if there are any other yeah. vendors who happen to listen to this podcast and want to grab one of those last few spots, how would they uh, how would they do it? It's super easy. Go to the website. Um, go to Hunt. Con.com, click on vend and you will see the map. You click on the spot that you want that's left. As soon as you're done um, uh, reserving it, it will automatically go into your name and you'll be listed on our website. I mean, it's that quick with us. We don't have to jump through a whole lot of hoops. I mean, we've got everything pretty well streamlined now. Yeah, sounds like it. When's the show floor going to be open? Okay, so if you go to... Well, I'll just tell you straight out instead of going in. I mean, we do have it on the attend. We have the list, uh, you know, the whole day schedule. Friday, um, we're doing setup. So the vendors will start setting up about 6 a.m. And the show floor opens up at 2. We do have a pre-show party that I was talking about in our events. And that pre-show party is going to have, um, like I said, it's sponsored by Stan Winson. And we have a bunch of show floor giveaways and, you know, door prizes. That's from 10 to 2. And then the show floor will open up at 2 o'clock and stay open until 5 that day. Okay. Okay. And then Saturday, it opens up at 10 a.m. and stays open till 6. And then Sunday, it's 10 a.m. and stays open till 2. Perfect. Now, you hinted at it a little bit with your your answer there, talking about these other events that are happening in and around the show floor and the education Mm-hmm. And I've I've got to dig into some of these. I see Ultimate Haunt Tour is doing a tour prior to the show on Thursday. Can you talk a little bit about what's happening on the Ultimate Haunt Tour? Yeah. So the Ultimate Haunt Tour is going to start out at noon on Thursday, right on location, leaving from the hotel. They're going to head over to CG Green's Haunted Museum and Haunted House kind of a historical building that's believed to be haunted. They have a really cool design set up there and enough for us to do to be there for about 45 minutes. So that's going to be really cool. It's something I've never been to. And then you're going to get on the bus and you're going to head to Sir Haunted or Sir Henry's Haunted Trail. I have heard a lot of good things about them. Well, the cool thing is why you are on that bus we're going to play another indie film that has not been released yet. <laughs> that was filmed at Sir Henry's. Oh, that's cool. So not only do you have an opportunity to see the four films, if you go on the ultimate haunt tour, you're going to see another indie horror film. And when we get to Sir Henry's, we're going to have some of the actors you saw in the film there to greet you. Oh, that's cool. 
So at Sir Henry's, you're going to have the opportunity to go on the two Valentine shows that he's got going. I don't know which two they are. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll know more about it as we get closer. Sure. And then you get an opportunity to do a behind the scenes on a third event that he has, um, which it won't be up and going for Valentine. So you get actually to see how it was made kind of a behind the scenes walkthrough. Yeah. For so a hunter like two- me, like that, that's my ideal right there. I want to see how the <laughs> pros are doing it. Yeah, you get to see two live events on a Valentine's, which I've never been to a Valentine's um, haunt. So that's going to be cool for me. And then um, you get to do the behind the scenes. And then we're going to put you back on the bus. We're going to feed you. And we're going to take you over to Mortem Manor, which is a year-round haunted attraction in Orlando. Okay. And um, so that's going to be cool because, once again, this is an event that's there year-round. And we'll spend some time there and uh, talk with the guys. They have a boutique right next door, Haunted Boutique. So we'll stop in there and see if we can't spend some money for them. And then um, we're going to something brand new. There's this company called Haunt Containers. They make haunted attractions out of shipping containers. Interesting. Yeah. And so we're going to go out there. We're going to check it out. They told me they have um, their haunt there and on top of it, maybe an escape room out of a shipping container. But they also own a like whole like cool restaurant. It's more of a German German food style with Hmm. entertainment. Uh-huh. So we're going to have kind of a late night snack, you know, and a beer and, you know, and um, we're going to play. They have an escape game where you're at your table going against other people at other <laughs> tables. The first one to escape. I have no idea what this is, but all of this sounds great. And it's a day of just networking and having a good time. That's a, yeah, it sounds like an absolute <laughs> blast. And yeah. that's all just like day one the event hasn't even started yeah. yet. Yeah, exactly. And then anyone, <laughs> anyone who doesn't go on the hunt tour, we do have our Thursday night mixer, which is going to be at the Hilton. Um, that's going to be in one of the bars um, downstairs. Uh, and, McCoy's Rum Room, I think. is. Yep, yep, yeah. McCoy's. Yeah, that's where actually I will be because I won't have time to go on the haunt tour because I have to start <laughs> you're setting up. up. Yep. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, come in and say hi to me and have a drink with me. And we're, we're have a little networking event there and get ready to kick it off the next day. I got to say the networking event at fear expo is easily my favorite thing that I have done at any mm-hmm. convention because Absolutely. of the number of connections I was able to make during that event. So to hear that Hong Kong is doing something similar, sounds like it's not speed networking, no speed nope. dating here, but just nope. a regular, just devoting time specifically to networking. I love it. Yeah. We have, we have three different networking events we were going to do a game. We were going to do something like how Fair Expo has speed networking. Um, I was going to do, I have this idea for network bingo, but I think I might do that next year. I'm, I'm intrigued, but I'll, I'll hold my questions for next year. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We should take a quick break, hear a word from our sponsors. And then I think we got time for maybe one or two more questions before we call this. Meeting. So let's do it. Oh, that's but, all Thursday. Uh, like we haven't even gotten into into no. the show yet. Nope. That's all pre-show. Yeah. So f- Friday sounds like things are kicking off about noon as well. So Friday, um, the vendors will be on the show floor nice and early. Um, they're going to get there early to set up. Um, we're out there helping them. We have plenty of crew. Um, 
for the attendees, if you have a class, we do have classes starting at 9 a.m. on Friday. Plenty of early classes to go to. And then, yes, everything kicks off at noon. And so that gives people who, you know, just came in for Friday an opportunity to get there without having, you know, if you didn't want to spend the night and get in there, you know, noon, two o'clock, you're good. So, yes, the pre-show pre-show floor celebration um, brought to you by Stan Wilson School of Arts um, will kick it off. And um, like I said, it's going to be another networking event. We're going to have stand-up tables all over. We'll have a bar out there. We're going to have people walking around, you know, I'm purposely mixing you up and having you talk to new people. You're going to meet instructors who aren't teaching at the time. You're going to meet vendors who have already got their stuff set up. This is supposed to be on purpose, just like, hey, let's have a great time and let's all go in there. It's almost like how a ship takes off and you got to hit that that ship with a bottle of wine or <laughs> you know, champagne on the way out. Well, yeah. we need to crest in our doors of our, our vendor <laughs> show because Aunt Con has not had a vendor show in years. Uh-huh. And so let's let's all like, uh, you know, raise the glass and celebrate it as we open those doors. I love it. I love it. Now, this caught my eye. And I have to ask, a haunted luau? <laughs> what was the inspiration for a haunted luau? Please so, tell me it's Scooby-Doo. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the deal. Um, when we first started, I wanted to go far to the extreme. I wanted voodoo dolls. I wanted giant pygmy. You know, I mean, I was going to go crazy. I wanted a witch doctor and... Um, <laughs> Maybe that's coming, you know, but you're in Florida, you know, it's the only time us Michigan people can go to anything like that. So let's do a luau. So we brought in a Polynesian style dance group. Um, They're going to be playing the drums and, and uh, firewalking and throwing flames (laughs) and just having a good time. And, you know, we're going to have some really good food. Yeah. Um, It's a, like I said, it's a luau. So um, you show up, you get laid you know, with that one around your neck. Right. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, and you have a good time. So, I mean, yeah, haunted style luau, it's going to be fun. Why not? (laughs) Why not? Absolutely. (laughs) That's seven to 10 PM on Friday night. And then the after party kicks off. Right. What's happening with the after party? So here's the crazy thing. I said, hey, let's just get a DJ. Let's just uh, spin some records. Let's unwind. Next thing I know, Willie May, who's kind of helping us out on getting everything going. He's a big part of the company now. He goes, hey, I got the DJ from um, this guy. He he was the DJ for... um, And I apologize. I don't really get into a lot of music. So, But Pink and Drake. I was like, oh, that's cool. I was like, that sounds good. I didn't know who he was talking about. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then all of a sudden I repeated that to someone and they're like, wait, wait, you got, you got, to- <laughs> you got <who? laughs> so, so really exciting. I mean, this guy is an amazing DJ. He is going to rock that place. We are going to decorate it. We're going to have a lot of fun. There's going to be a bar again and a great DJ who, like I said, he was a DJ for pink and Drake. So I don't even know what to say because <laughs> that's, awesome. that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and that that's going to run uh, 10 p.m. till about midnight on Friday night. Yep. So next morning, things kicking off early or is be, or not too early because everyone will be hung over from the after party. So really, the show floor opens at 10. There's a couple classes that are earlier. I believe we have 8 a.m. classes. You know, and that surprised me when we were at Fair Expo. I was mm-hmm. walking around at like 7, 730 um, after the Friday night party. 
And I saw people all over the place. They're like, hey, you know, what's what's your early class? What's your early class? I was like, early class? That's <laughs> nine o'clock. People are taking advantage. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, wait, that's nine o'clock. And I said, oh, you need classes at like seven or eight. So, <laughs> so this year we have classes at 8 a.m. <laughs> so so the, the classes are be open and then the show floor opens at 10. And, okay. You know, and I and I know Saturday will be busy. We have a ton of general admission tickets, and they're they're from the surrounding areas as far as schools and um, instructors um, coming from those schools and um, graduate students. So they've already told us they're coming in on Saturday as well. So we're going to have mm-hmm. a lot of film people, a lot of future haunters. Um, so Saturday is going to be it's going to be great. Yeah, sounds like it, and. Once the show floor closes in the evening, um, that's when the party starts. Well, yeah, actually, just before the show closes, we're going to do our vendor awards right on the show floor. Aha, okay. um, At 5 p.m., we're going to, you know, jump up on the stage and uh, give out some great awards to those amazing vendors who um, went down and, um, you know, did all that hard work for all of us. Mm -hmm. And then we got to be over to the South Tower because we are in the Grand Ballroom for our dinner and a show, it's going to be a plated dinner. Um, if you're going to buy it um, a la carte, it's $75. But if it's part of your VIP package, it's free. And, you know, you'll be able to sit with, you know, pretty much whoever you want to go sit down. And we have these tables everywhere, all set up, great food. And then as soon as you get done eating, we are going to have the comedy of Carl Remy. Trust no one comedy show he is so funny i've seen him like six times (laughs) absolutely love his show it's always different he's also the producer and one of the actors in i possessed so you get to meet him oh interesting about one of the movies Uh uh-huh kind of a twofer right there getting to meet kyle so no kidding that worked out beautifully yep and as soon as the um, comedy show is over with, we're going to do a quick set change because we are staying in the grand ballroom and that's where my bloody Valentine costume ball will start. Okay. And um, that's going to last to about midnight. And basically we're looking for people to dress like killers and victims or whatever you want. <laughs> um, it's going to be so hard to find in a group like haunters. Yeah, exactly. really, really, diff- really difficult ask there. Yeah, I'm I'm interested because we're going to have a lot of um, film actors and film. I mean, this is going to maybe go to a whole new level of what we're going to do for costumes. <laughs> oh, I hope so. And I love the Bloody Valentine theme just working perfectly for a February uh, February event. Yes. Yeah, exactly. It, it mentions on here, uh, dress like your four favorite horror killer or victim and win prizes. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what's the co- how's the costume contest working? So, so it's going to be very straightforward from what I understand. Emily Bloom is going to be in charge of the ball. She is actually, her company's a sponsor mm-hmm. and they have prizes, I believe just first, second and third, but I'm watching some of these prizes come in and, and it's amazing. I mean, one of the prizes I saw is a two day vacation for any Hilton in the United States. Wow. That includes Hawaii or includes, you get it. I mean, basically you get to go on a two day vacation and stay at any Hilton. Yeah. That's solid. And that's thrown in with other prizes. And um, I don't know all the items yet. I think we'll probably make that announcement as we get closer. Cause we have mm-hmm. um, donations constantly for this. Sure. So as we get closer, we know exactly, but yeah, first, second, third, 
are going to win a, um, a prize package. And then we have a contortionist who's going to be performing during the show. So I was like, oh, oh that'll be cool. cool. I can't wait to see that. Yeah. Once you decide to crawl out of bed on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> slowly, very have, slowly. For all of our VIPs, or if you a la carte it, farewell breakfast and networking Bloody Mary bar, which is going to be fun. I love Bloody Marys, man. <laughs> Absolutely love them. <laughs> I, I, I got to ask, are the Bloody Marys shown here on the uh, on the website what we're going to be getting? Isn't that cool? Those are super cool. <laughs> I do not know if they're going to be glasses, but that's the photo they sent us. So yeah. I was like, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, you got to go check us out yourself because, but this Bloody Mary looks spectacular. It's served in a a skull glass. You know, you got your sprig of celery, but there's a like a bacon skewer. There's mm-hmm. a shrimp and pickle skewer. There's an olive skewer in the back. Like this looks like the most intricate Bloody Mary I have ever seen in my life. I hope this is exactly what's being served. <laughs> yeah, this would be amazing. So I don't <laughs> know. I, to be honest with you, I have no idea what it's going to look like. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> What's the rest of Sunday look like? Um, so after after that, um, we do have classes going starting at eight, lasting until noon, I think, on that day. Let me mm-hmm. double check that real quick. I want to make sure because yeah. we do on purposely stop our classes a little early. So, yes, the last class is at 11. That's because we actually have out in, in front of the vendor floor, we have what's called our pre-function area. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have another networking mixer. We have a bar out there. And we have every single class stopped. There'll be no classes going. So everybody is there. All the instructors out there. Uh And we want your opportunity to go and talk to an instructor, talk to a film director, talk to a haunt owner. It's just going to be, you know, grab a drink and walk around and mingle. Solid. Meanwhile, absolutely solid. (laughs) Meanwhile, we will be announcing every half an hour a $500 winner that gets to take that $500 and go out on the shelf floor and spend it at one of the vendor booths. So wait, it's not a single $3,000 giveaway. You're giving six, away six, $500 every half an hour. Woo! Oh, that's outstanding. <laughs> nice. Six chances to win. Yes. Well, and if you're a VIP ticket holder, you get two entries into the, the bucket. General missions get one entry and, um, you can win multiple times. <laughs> so I love it. So bring a whole bunch of people from your haunt, get them all VIP tickets, and then your <laughs> haunt will have a ton of entries uh, into really the haunt cash giveaway. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and then you can pull your your certificates together and go and get some of that amazing um, props and stuff that are out exactly. there. Exactly. Exactly. But I don't think, you know, I can't really think of much else we everyone's like you know you got to plan some events outside of the the hotel we're in daytona i was like yeah but we pretty much filled every minute of (laughs) (laughs) there's no time to go out to daytona so you know make it a longer trip and stay for a few days yeah exactly exactly that's what sunday afternoon is for well sunday afternoon i know i'm still going to be there because i'm going to try and find a spot and watch the super bowl and i'm pretty sure (laughs) they're going to make it so yeah, exactly. Exactly. When does the show floor close? It closes at two o'clock. Two o'clock on Sunday. Just mm-hmm. enough time for people to go head out, uh, enjoy the Super Bowl or catch a flight to try to get back to their day job on Monday. Yes. Yep. Yeah, exactly. 
Perfect. So, Perfect. It should be a lot of fun. I mean, like I said, Hong Kong hasn't been back in a while. Did we change Hong Kong? Yeah. Yeah. We tweaked it. We kept the core values there. An amazing event with great education that is always free. We expanded on the show floor to to bring another industry in, you know, too, with the immersive culture as well. And this is a show I believe we can build on. This is a mm-hmm. show that I think all these industries really need. I can tell you right now, every time I get into a conversation with someone from the indie film industry, they are thanking me so much for doing this because they don't have anything like this that that they can call their own as far yeah. as industry yeah. show. So it's an opportunity for them to uh, get together, take advantage of all the things that that we love to take advantage of at conventions, as well as get exposed to things from the haunted attraction industry that they may not see otherwise, make connections that they would not see otherwise. Yeah. And, and vendors who are talking to me, they're like, wait, this is kind of like for film people too. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, wait, so I could be selling stuff to filmmakers? Yeah. <laughs> you know? So I think as it grows and as it finds its place, this is going to be a staple, a show that people are going to want to go to every year. They're mm-hmm. gonna yeah. It's going to take, take a year or two to get the, to get the wrinkles out. We still have a lot of people who want to see us move the show around mm-hmm. like Hong Kong originally did. Sure. That might happen or we might keep it in Daytona and we might create other shows. Yeah. Yeah. So, but as of right now, it's in Daytona and um, we haven't we haven't really talked about whether it's going anywhere afterwards. That's OK. Right now, very focused on 2024 to make it the best show possible. <laughs> Get through show one. Get through show one. And then Get after show one, we'll bring you back. Talk about what you're thinking for show two. And then we can talk about Fear Expo at the same time. Yep. I love it. I love Speaking, it. You want to give us any uh, can you give us any hints or previews of what Fear Expo is going to look like? Just. definitely definitely so so we we carved a path last year with fear expo that a lot of people said man you can't do that that's just not going to work people aren't going to want to do that and and we found out just the opposite Uh um it was it was exactly what people were looking for matter of fact to the point that we've seen other shows kind of pick up on what we do with the whole vip thing now Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. so that's good for for everyone I mean, if we see other shows treating other people like VIPs and offering VIP experiences, I mean, that's good for all of us, right? Yeah, absolutely. So we don't mind being the leader in that at all. This year, uh, you're going to have a really, really good um, haunt tour that we're going to announce this week. And um, to keep my eyes open. Last year's haunt tour was insane. This year's promises to be follow that same structure. <laughs> and then on the next day, we're going to have our VIP Friday. Basically, from eight in the morning till 12 midnight, we are going to keep you going. You are never going to run out of food or drink that whole day. And the networking, we have the bigger room for the speed dating this nice, year. Nice, nice. Speed dating is taking, you actually will do the speed dating before you go on the show floor. Oh, that's helpful. Okay. So you're going to meet people meet vendors and then be able to go find them on the show floor. Yeah. 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 And we're adding some tools this year, some props and some tools to speed dating to make it even more fun. Interesting. (laughs) Some little twists, but stuff that's really going to be fun. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then of course we have our show floor, which are before hours. We are definitely doing a, um, a dinner and a show, just mm-hmm. like um, we did last year at Fear Expo. And then we have our Friday night party with a live band. 
Nice. We are not releasing this band yet. I don't know. It's it's looking really good. Really excited about. <laughs> we actually most of the time when we get a band, when we get a band, it's it's to get a band for to say, okay, we have live music. Yeah. Here we actually might have a band that people are like, holy crap! I want to go listen to that band. Interesting. And, yeah. So, oh, um, I'm going to be keeping my eyes open for announcements on that. As soon as yeah, we no finish everything on that, we're going to release that. That's that excites me. And then we're going to carry the VIP on into Saturday for the VIPs because they're going to get coffee and pastries in the mornings. Mm-hmm. They're also get a Saturday lunch. We have our VIP tent open that are have snacks and drinks all day as well. And then Sunday, they get coffee and pastries and then snacks and uh, lunch all day. So the VIP tent will be open. We are not going to have it inside the blacklight area this year. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we go on people eating their fingers. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> the blacklight area. Thanks you. <laughs> so, the backlight um, area was awesome, but trying to find like you <laughs> remember trying to go through the food line and be like, what am I eating? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and we've also made sure we figured out a lot of things when it comes to the food to make sure that we have over the amount of the tickets. We just sold so many tickets the day of that mm-hmm. we didn't plan mm-hmm. on. This year we're much better. We're gonna actually cut the VIPs off. Uh-huh. Uh, only gonna sell 500 VIPs this year. Okay. Okay. So that's once they're gone, they're gone. So get it early is what I'm hearing. Yeah. Yep. We're figuring out the price. We do have a few items that we are definitely adding to the VIP ticket this year, which is going to bring the t- price up a little bit. Okay. But once again, the value versus the the cost is going to be similar to what it was last year. So like last year's value was like, I think there's about, I'm going to say like $180 in food. Mm-hmm. We always, we always figure the entertainment we get to you for free, you know, <laughs> but the food we actually have to pay for. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, whatever the ticket price is, the the value of food would be more than that as well. So, okay. Okay. Uh, when will, when do you anticipate tickets going on sale? I am looking to put them on sale this week. All we're trying to do is button down a few of the events to make sure that we have the right names um, in the right way that we're going to do it. We do mm-hmm. have a surprise for general mission on Friday Why the VIPs are doing their thing. Anyone who don't want to do the VIP thing, you know, don't want to spend the money for a VIP ticket, we're still going to have some some stuff for you to do while you're there. We're actually going to have double events in some cases. Oh, wow. Yeah, like maybe midget wrestling or something like that. <laughs> Keep my eyes open. Who Roger. knows? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> All right, Doug, I got to ask you real quick. Uh, how, like, are you okay? You got so much going on. Are you taking care of yourself? I'm doing good. How do I look? <laughs> I'm sitting here at the beach. I got trees behind me. <laughs> so what if it's a screensaver? Yeah, but seriously, I mean, you've got Hong Kong coming up in a month. You've got Fear Expo coming up in three months. Like, you've just got so much going on. Not to mention the haunt up in Michigan. Yeah, but I can tell you right now, um, we could never do any of this without the team that we have together. And Chris and I are partners in all of this. So, I mean, Chris and I talk daily. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we we have a few more people who you know, have their roles and are taking care of certain parts of this to the point where I don't even worry about it. You know, like Emily with the ball, I just, 
Emily sends me messages. Hey, I'm doing this and this and that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, amazing. I love it. Go run with it. <laughs> so when, when you think about that and you, you take an event like this and you break it down to, to the small factions of each event and you put someone in charge who's competent, who knows what they're doing, like everyone mm-hmm. on the team, at the end of the day, it just makes everything just come together. You've, you've built a team that uh, makes it very easy for you to just delegate and, and they run with it. Yeah. And every, they're, much smart, they're much smarter than I am. I <laughs> every, everyone listening who runs big events, like, I don't know, haunts, for instance, should be listening to this moment. And like, this is the way to be successful with your event planning. Yep. Yeah. I mean, uh, to be honest with you, our GM at our haunt, he runs everything. If mm-hmm. I have to run anything after four years, then then we didn't do our job in getting him prepared. Yeah, yeah. So the haunt runs itself. I just jump in there and try not to get in his way. <laughs> That's the best way to do it. Yep. I've got. I'd be remiss if I didn't ask. Uh, how was the season last year with with the haunt? So exactly what we planned it to be. We fantastic. Have, we have data analytics that tells us every year what to look for. We, we also run uh, Michigan Jelly Boss, so we, we can see how entertainment's doing throughout the year. I predicted that we would be down about, about 18%, and we actually um, were down about 20%, but we made up for it by changing the way we sold our tickets. Instead of paying for the fees like we normally do, mm-hmm. which represented 20% of the ticket price, instead we pass that on to the customer. So even though we were down in actual ticket sales, we actually made more money this year. Yeah. 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 So with less people going through. So we got better reviews. Interesting. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I think we could all uh, t- learn a thing or two from you, Doug. <laughs> it's just about gathering data and, and implementing it. I really, you know, the thing about it, and I think you and I talked about this the first year we starting, started doing Fear Expo, mm-hmm. you know, the virtual. If it's not fun, then let's stop doing it. If, yeah. if we can't enjoy this, if if it can't be something where we all get together and just have a good time, then it's not right. We shouldn't be doing it. If if we're if you're doing anything for any other reason than in having fun, then it's a job. And <laughs> I don't need our job. <laughs> You're absolutely right. And I think that's why we keep going with the podcast like this because we have fun doing it. Yeah. Exactly. And you guys look like you have fun doing it and you get to meet cool people and, you know. Yeah. I mean, and it's opened I, so many doors for us to meet cool people. Yeah. I, I love trade shows now. I You know, at first I wasn't sure, but yeah. I actually, I think they're great. I, I think there's just so many, so many interesting people out there who have so much to say and so much to give and they just need a platform. They need, mm-hmm. need an opportunity. And if you can give mm-hmm. them that opportunity, I mean, I got to be honest with you. You wouldn't believe how many free booths or how many instructors we help out who've never done anything before. Yeah. You know, how many, how many vendors who've never ever vended that are at our shows and they're there because they want to get involved in, in this industry. And, and if we can help them someday be the next Gorgor or the next ghost ride or, you know, midnight studios, I'm glad I had a little piece in that. Seriously, Project Backfire, I think, is my favorite example of that. You know, they mm-hmm. were brand new two years ago at Fear Expo, and they mm-hmm. just opened up their first storefront like last week. It's been yeah. very exciting to see what they do. Yeah, and I get to talk to her all the time because she runs our um, podcast for us. Our yeah, Thursday yeah, p- pitch that real quick. Fear Expo Live every Thursday night, 8 p.m. Eastern time. 
um, Tayan's on there, and we are actually over the next couple of weeks going to have guest host on there. So I'm uh, excited about where where that show's going. Yeah, sounds like it. Uh, if you're if you need a guest host uh, for the next couple of weeks before I go back out to sea in April, let me know. I'd be oh, I'd be happy to jump now in. Now you know I'm going to be calling you. Weekly <laughs> <laughs> Wesley and Tayan on the on the show together. <laughs> sit, oh, we're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see how. <laughs> so no, we no have some really good um, lined up over the next couple of weeks. We put one vendor and one speaker on every show. Mm-hmm. So next week we have Michael Burnett and Ooh, um, nice. Alan. Oh shoot, what's Alan's last name? I I don't want to say it wrong. He it's AO Studios. Alan Ostrander. Okay. So um, those two are going to be um, the guests next week. So mm-hmm. you already put your hand up. So I think Thursday I'm going to ha- give you I'm going to give you a heads up ahead of time. But I love <laughs> to come on and do the show with with Tayan. That would be awesome. I, I appreciate the heads up. Just remember, <laughs> I'm on the West Coast, so I need I need lots of heads up because it's really yes. early for me. <laughs> uh, it's only five o'clock. That's not bad. Well, yeah, it's but five. you know, getting out of work and then you have to rush home to podcast. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Doug, did we miss anything? But any last last thoughts before we we let you go? Hey, any um, last requests? So so come check it out. Uh, you know, come spend some time down in Florida. Um, I told you guys that Fear Expo was going to be a great show, and everyone who came had a great time. I'm telling you that Hong Kong is going to be a great show. So if you get some time, get down to Daytona Beach, Florida get away from the cold weather and um, <laughs> and check this show out. Cause it's a great way to kick our, kick our haunt season off, you know? Yeah. This is the start of convention season. And I think it's going to be an absolute blast. The perfect kickoff to convention season. I agree. Well, Doug, thank you so much for, as always, it is a pleasure to have you on and, and pick your brain. We are always excited to chat with you and I am super excited to see where Hong Kong, what Hong Kong does this year and where it's going into the future. Absolutely. And we'll definitely have you back to talk about fear expo in a, in a month or two. <laughs> <laughs> I have plenty to say. I'll be ready. Perfect. Excellent. Okay. Talk Excellent. to you soon. Awesome. Thanks, Doug. Thanks, Doug. All right. Bye. Bye. It's always such a delight to have him on. <laughs> Absolutely. He has done so much for the podcast. Fear Expo opened up so many doors for us, mm-hmm. introduced us to so many vendors, and really gave us an opportunity to grow that that I don't think we would have had otherwise. No. So. I just absolutely love having Doug on and having the opportunity to pick his brain. He does so many things within the industry between running his own haunt and then fear expo now haunt con. Like, I don't know when that man sleeps. I don't think he does. (laughs) I I don't think he, as as someone who is a, a perpetual overachiever in so many things, I don't think he does. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. But like you said, develop the, the proper team and, um, there there is so much truth everything, to that. Run, everything kind of runs itself it does like you 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 set up your parameters you find the right people you get them trained and you set them loose and you say hey i'm here for questions concerns and issues i will be around i will be involved but i hired you because i trusted you to do the job go do the job and yep. that's the best way to run something I, hire so people don't hire competent people it. and then empower them Yep. empower them is the key because if you don't empower them they're just going to keep coming back to you and you're going to use spend all your time doing it anyway yeah that gets exhausting <laughs> speaking from experience anyway Me never. <laughs> i 
I've never had experiences like that. What are you talking about? That's just no, you've been you've been on the other side where they don't empower you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. No, you can't. Listeners can't see the face Leslie's making, but it's pained. It's pained. <sighs> well, yeah, I was going to go off and do a chamber's corner, but it's not the first of the month. So I don't think we need to do a Chambers Corner because we're still in the If you want to hear the of... Chambers Corner, go back and listen to our last episode. <laughs> Where it's a whole hour of Chambers Corner. Chambers Room, not just the corner. Exactly. <laughs> but that's okay. Uh, we'll definitely hear from the Chamber again next month. When, so I mentioned we've got a just a whole host of folks lined up to come in and talk about what's happening in the industry next up. We maybe not next up, but we definitely have the owners of uh, haunt fest coming on. I've got uh, a couple makeup artists who are interested in coming and talk to us uh, as well as the uh, current and or future president of the candlelighters, uh, the oh, haunted house that I've been working with for the last two years. Oh, uh, they're going to come on. They, they have a great theme planned for, um, for 2024 and are looking for some assistance with making their idea, like putting their ideas to paper. So I'm helping them do some design work. Uh, I'm doing working on like layout and, and stuff mm-hmm. because I'm not going to be here anymore. It's all I'm contributing what I can, but they want to come on and kind of pick you, Leslie, in particular's brain, <laughs> um, because I am not the creative one. We need the creative ones to, uh, to help flush out some of these ideas. The like this is what we have lined up for the next several months. I ho- listeners, if you're not already subscribed to the Haunting You podcast, definitely subscribe to the Haunting You podcast on whatever you use to listen to podcasts because we are freaking everywhere. We have a very exciting lineup of guests who are going to come talk, and we want you to come along with us on that journey. Les, you want to do a run through of the socials? <laughs> you're hilarious. Why do you keep thinking <laughs> I remember these? <laughs> There are less now. We got rid of we got rid of Twitter. Twitter. We got we got wait wait we got rid of the social media platform formerly known as Twitter. We got rid of Twitter. We got rid of Twitter. And it will still always be Twitter. Because you can't tweet on X. (laughs) (laughs) Leslie's looking pained again. (laughs) Switch. Okay, we have social media. It's helpful. (laughs) Facebook.com slash haunting you, just the letter U. We're at Instagram at Haunting University and YouTube at youtube.com slash haunting you. Thank you for thank you, Les, for that uh, absolutely fantastic rendition of our social media platforms. <laughs> <laughs> One day I'm gonna release this this raw recording of how we do that and b- people are just going to crack up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we hope you enjoyed taking this tour of Hong Kong with us and uh Definitely come in back and check us out for the next several episodes as we explore more of convention season. I, I've got to be honest here with the listeners for a moment. Uh, because So my schedule looks absolutely chaotic for much of this year because uh, I have another patrol coming up and then I'm transferring in the middle of that patrol. So there is going to be a chunk in there where I am just like not available for freaking anything. Non-existent. Non-existent. But the end of that, hopefully, we'll be back into a place where I can start building haunted houses again. That, so at some point, we're going to have to start planning for 2024. I need to know what that's going to, I need to know where I'm going to be before we can kind of start diving into that. But it's coming. We're going to be focused on the conventions here for the next several weeks uh, because while well, we wait to figure out what our year is going to look like. And then once that kind of solidifies itself, 
then we'll start looking at uh, what Sanguine Creek Estates is going to be doing for 2024 and 2025, probably more likely. Mm-hmm. I have ideas for a Christmas show. We need to talk more. Anyway. <laughs> are we going to rip off Dickens? Can we rip yes. off Dickens? Yes, we are going to rip off Dickens. Yeah. Yes. I, we, we talked about this a couple years ago. It never came to fruition. I think this is a perfect time to start focusing on that. So I'm going to have to find that episode because I had some really good ideas. And I don't know if you put them in or if they're in the raw data. So I don't know either. We'll have to look at that. We will have to look at that. Stick around. Uh, follow us along. And I, we hope you enjoy uh, coming along on this journey with us that there will be more shenanigans more randomness and a whole heck of a lot more of haunting and the halloween industry exactly everything that we love and enjoy so from all of us here at haunting you happy new year everyone and happy haunting bye everybody we are incredibly thankful to all the sponsors who make this show possible particularly our premium sponsors the chamber of haunters and fear expo you can learn more at chamberofhaunters.com and fearexpolive.com. Check out the Haunting You podcast at hauntingyou.com for more information on everything that we do. Haunting You is a production of the Rocky Mountain Home Haunters, LLC. All audio clips and sound effects are used under a Creative Commons attribution or public domain license from Purple Planet Music at purple-planet.com or the Sound Bible at soundbible.com. Please see the show notes for more information on all the clips used in this episode.